Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. Let's discuss the difference between HIT, high-intensity interval training, versus cardio for your heart. Which one is better? And the answer is high-intensity interval training. Now you think high-intensity exercise would be more harmful to the heart than a lower type, um, longer sustained exercise, but it's not. And that has to do with what's happening in a heartbeat, okay? In a heartbeat, you have this contraction and relaxation, okay? This waveform, contraction and relaxation. And so the heart operates on a rhythm, okay? And so high-intensity interval training mimics more of a rhythmic type exercise than some type of moderate, sustained type exercise where you're jogging for a period of time or doing any type of marathons, that's actually much harder on the heart. And so short duration, high intensity exercise with a good amount of rest is very, very therapeutic to the heart. There was a study that I'm going to put a link down below that showed that HIT exercise showed significant increase in cardiovascular and respiratory health. So you can do the spin bike, okay? You can do the slam ball. Right now, I'm doing the slam ball. There's this really heavy rubber ball. It's like 30 pounds, and you lift it from the ground up, and you slam it down. Man, that gives you an intense workout, and I could probably only do that maybe 12 to 15 times, and I, I just you hit a max where you just can't go anymore. So you get this huge spike in pulse rate. So then you stop what you're doing, let the pulse rate come down to a good level, and then do it again, okay? But you only need to do it like between, I don't know, three to seven cycles and that's it. Of course, the key is the rest and I'm gonna talk about that in a little bit. Then you have something called plyometrics which you're hopping on like a platform back and forth. That will give you a really good uh, high intensity interval training workout. And there's many other things you can do. You don't even need equipment. Sprinting is another really good one, but of course you need good joints for that. And um, if you're like 80 years old and you have arthritis, not a good option. But if you're younger and you can do sprint training, it's probably one of the best exercise because it's so intense and you're working every single muscle in your body in a very short duration. I mean, just take a look at these sprinters that sprint for 100 yards, right? In like, I mean, 10, 11, 12 seconds. I mean, that's, that's a short workout, but that's intense. You do several of those with a good amount of rest in between, you're going to create some serious improvements in your health. The other thing they noted in the study is that uh, it was safe for people with high blood pressure and even with people who had heart problems. Of course, check with your doctor before doing this, but it's safer than you think, especially if you're giving your heart a good amount of rest. The other thing that uh, high-intensity interval training will do is it'll increase something called VO2 max. And this is the amount of oxygen that feeds the muscles, okay? So it'll actually help you with that. And it will increase growth hormone as well as testosterone, two very important hormones, especially as we age. So we're dealing with like three variables. We're dealing with the intensity of exercise, we're dealing with their duration, and we're dealing with the recovery. With HIIT training, we want a high intensity, okay? We want short duration, okay? Because the longer duration, the more you're gonna increase cortisol, which is not good. It's gonna add more stress. And then we want a good amount of recovery. So we create this short-term stress, we create less cortisol, improve recovery, we improve the parasympathetic nervous system. 
Now, what happens when we spike our pulse rate high, we have a part of the nervous system called the sympathetic nervous system that is raising our pulse rate up to a certain peak, right? And as soon as we stop exercising, the pulse rate should come down. Now, what's responsible for the pulse rate coming down is the parasympathetic nervous system. The parasympathetic nervous system is all about recovery, and it's an active wave-like mechanism that's literally pushing down your pulse rate actively. And in practice, I had a machine that measured that. It used something called heart rate variability technology, and it measured part of the autonomic nervous system. And uh, after a minute exercise, you can actually see how long it takes for someone to recover. And if they had a weak parasympathetic nervous system, it would take a very long period of time to recover. If they had a strong parasympathetic nervous system, they could recover really quick. So based on your recovery, you can kind of tell what's happening inside to that part of the nervous system. And so by doing this exercise, you can actually strengthen your parasympathetic nervous system by allowing it to recover fully. So what I would recommend is do like a 20 second or even a less intense workout and then rest for about two to four minutes to allow that pulse rate to come all the way down and then do it again and again and again like three to seven sets and that's all you need to do i highly recommend this workout add it to what you're already doing and i think you're going to really see some amazing changes not just with your heart for your whole body